Well, good evening, Frank. How are you doing? I am doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Good. good. Trying to keep a level head in all the chaos that is surrounding us right now with the yep. coronavirus. Not quite sure if I'm supposed to not go outside or not go anywhere, being uh, as I'm over 60. And right. uh, of course, I've heard it's over 60 or it's over 65. So I don't know. Well, we just need to use a little bit of common sense and not be afraid. And I think we'll do well. Yeah. I agree. You know, take yeah. the take the smart precautions. You yeah. don't have to go out. Why yeah. go out, right? Right, right. But if you do, you do. Uh, Just it, don't kiss any strangers full on the lips. There you go. There you go. Yeah, crazy times. You know, I think uh, tonight we were going to discuss a little bit about um, a recent blog post that I had made on martinstraw.com and that is your journey into a healthy lifestyle begins with a b c now that sounds simple enough for me let's get yeah. cracking and it is simple but yeah. it's not necessarily easy and that's right. the you know that's kind of the the trick to the whole thing so um you know that's available if anybody wants to to look it up, you can find it at martinstraw.com under Martin's Musings, and you mm -hmm. scroll down until you find it, depending on when you watch this or listen to this. Um, you may have to scroll a little more or a little less, So, but it's mm -hmm. there. Yeah, uh, I wanted to, to get something out there that I, that I think about pretty regularly, and I run, to, run into in my coaching practice, and that is um, people getting started. Uh, they want to do something to make a life change, or they might not even be aware that they need to make a life change. So, um, you know, this kind of touches on those, those different um, aspects or those different degrees of, of knowledge, desire, and commitment. So, uh, the first thing is the letter A, which stands for acknowledge. Mm -hmm. And acknowledge is, is really the first thing when it comes to making a change. That can be making healthy choices, you know, deciding you want to start a, a workout program or maybe start eating more healthy. Or it can be somebody realizing that they drink too much, you know, and they have a problem with alcohol or drugs or something like that. Acknowledging our need for something other than uh, what we have or where we are is, is really that first step in making progress, you know, on whatever it is. And of course, there's, there's a number of reasons why people don't acknowledge things. So we can, you know, we can talk about some of those if you'd like. A absolutely. I, I really think that being able to be aware, be cognizant of whatever it is that we need to address in life and be able to acknowledge that we need help, we need to change. Absolutely. That's 
one of the most important. That's the beginning. How how do most people, and 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 this is just a rhetorical question, but how do most people have that epiphany? What happens? You know. You know that. <laughs> it, it's when it's when some it's when we reflect and somebody point something out or or we or we see it or we don't see it right or yeah and and there's probably you know i don't know maybe a half a dozen common different ways and yet because people are individuals uh it's also multifaceted in how these things come about you know you might have a personal revelation that it's like mm -hmm. man i'm you know 10 20 30 pounds heavier than when i got married or yeah. when i graduated high school or mm -hmm. you know whatever whatever time reference you have there's some acknowledgement that something is different yeah um, and it might not even start out as the thought that I need to make a change. It's just that something is different. Right. Um, or it could be you go in for an annual checkup and your doctor says, hey, Joe, Frank, Bill, Marty, you know, whoever, um, I, I hate to tell you this, but you're pre-diabetic yeah. or you're diabetic, yeah. you know, and or you have cardiovascular disease you've got high blood pressure whatever it may be that one is a little more you know kind of slap in the face um yeah. yeah suddenly you are aware that there is something uh, big going on and you need to make mm -hmm. a change you know yeah. and the the crazy thing about some of those is until that event happens you could have that disease let's go with diabetes because we have we've talked about that quite a few times and that's a that's a pretty typical event these days just because the doctor told you doesn't mean that beginning that day you have diabetes you already right. had it before that day <laughs> you know that would right. be that would be pretty miraculously coincidental that you developed it that day uh, chances are you already had it. And we know um, by the statistics that a third of people that have diabetes aren't even aware that they have it. They're walking around, they've got it, but or they don't even know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yep, absolutely. Right. You know, so it, it can be, you know, something that that blatant when the doctor says that. Or maybe, you know, you're watching something on TV or you're reading in a magazine and you realize that, oh, wow, that could be me. Mm -hmm. yeah. So those are the, those are the big, the big things there is I'm already, acknowledging it. Right. And, and prior to the acknowledgement, I, I think about acknowledging being really important, but it might not be on somebody's radar. You know, that's, I think, the, the dilemma for a lot of people not being on the radar because they may be listening to this or watching it and saying, I'm perfectly healthy. I've, maybe it's been four or five years since I've been to the doctor, but I feel great. 
you know? The annual checkup is, I think, the really important thing to do to get your health on your radar and then acknowledge something needs to happen. But I encourage people to take the annual examination, the annual physical and blood test, et cetera, and, yep. and kind of dig deep and see what are people suffering from, right? Yeah, yep, I agree. Um, we have yeah. something in, in our county, it's an annual event, it's a health fair. And they right. do a, a blood draw and you get all the, you know, the test results. It's not a super deep dive, but uh, it does give you the basics of, mm -hmm. you know, the most common numbers that your physician would be looking at. Right. And that's great information. You can look at it yourself and you can see, oh, I'm high in this, I'm low in this. Mm -hmm. um, and you can get some information that way. But right. certainly that's a great thing to take with you into an annual uh, mm -hmm. you know, checkup. And then you've got already got that information when you go to see that doc. It's not, oh, well, yeah. it's nice to see you. Let's do these labs and then we'll, we'll talk again later. It's like, no, we got the information going in. So that's kind of handy. And that's, that's the approach that uh, both my wife and I, and it's real convenient and it's inexpensive. And, but it's hard to acknowledge something if there isn't anything to acknowledge. So you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the big problems with, uh, with our health. Unless there's something dramatic, a heart attack, uh, a slip and fall, a, right. you know, something like that, the, the slide into a state of dishealth, can we call that unwellness, um, uh -huh. is, is typically very slow and very gradual. And so it's not really that noticeable. Right. But like I said, maybe it's that 10, 20, 30 pounds that you've put on and yeah, maybe that was over the course of 10 years, 15 years. So you're looking at a couple of pounds a year, which doesn't seem like a lot. But not a lot. when you go two decades at two pounds a year, you're suddenly 40 pounds heavier. Right. Yeah. And you didn't really even notice it, you know, yeah. and that's. I think that's the thing that people need to be aware of is mm -hmm. that slide into unwellness is very slow and very gradual. And in some regards, our society really kind of downplays that, uh, mm -hmm. that change. It's, oh, well, you know, it's part of getting older. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. No. Why, do we, why do we just accept that? Sorry, but I don't believe that that is the way it should be. The right. way it is, yeah, it is the way it is, but it's not the way it should be. Now, when we acknowledge that we need to do something, we acknowledge it to ourselves. That's, that's a big step, but who else should we acknowledge it to? Where do we go from there? And acknowledging to ourselves is huge. That's like a major milestone. But now we've got to see it through to a solution of some sort, a problem-solving aspect. Yep. 
Well, you had mentioned, um, you know, going and getting a checkup. And I think that yeah. consulting a doctor about it certainly is a good step. Also, I would say a trusted partner or friend, you know, family member, somebody that you can share that with, I think is mm -hmm. a vital step as well. Uh, because when you do, uh, when you do acknowledge it and decide to move forward, having that support system is hugely beneficial to, right. uh, to actually making progress. You don't really want to be the Lone Ranger on your health adventure. You want a team with you and behind you. And certainly right. as, as a health coach, I would recommend, you know, seeing a coach. A coach is somebody that will give you dedicated time, not just, you know, 15 minutes uh, quick office visit, which, you know, I'm not holding that against doctors. That's the model that has been built up over years and years, but they really can't spend the time with you that you really need to make big changes, particularly as they relate to behavior and changing and modifying behavior. Uh, physicians are, just are not, um, they're just not in a position to be able to do that. And that's right. where a coach can come alongside and can be that person that has expertise mm -hmm. and understanding and can be a part of that team. Right. So, so there so you we go. Ideas from you on, uh, you know, who might be, uh, good people to talk to? Well, as you mentioned, I, I would absolutely agree and support with what you were saying. You know, just going to mention how important that is, having a support around you and finding somebody that can help encourage you to get better if you have to. Yep. And we can always get better regardless of where we're at. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know? they, can, they can cheer you on when, you know, yeah. with your successes no matter how yeah. big or small they are yeah. and and that is a real encouragement and then mm -hmm. they can also you know prod you at those times where yeah maybe you need a little push so i think yeah. you know that that's super important so, that, so at, go ahead so i was just going to say after acknowledging that we need help or that we need to make changes that's the a what's the b well Frank, I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> nice segue. B is begin. And the begin is begin researching. So there's no shortage of information on anything that anybody has, you know, whether it is diabetes or whether it's being overweight or obese or whether it's, you know, coronary heart disease or whatever it might be. Um, there is no shortage of information mm -hmm. out there. Now, mm -hmm. true, it's not all good. It's not all correct. But as you seek, you know, to, to gain knowledge, it's a good idea to start figuring out um, the voices out there that you do believe, that you do trust, you know, to understand where the information is coming from. You know, there, there really aren't miracle cures. The old adage that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. 
Um, mm -hmm. You know, keep those things in mind as you as you do the research, but certainly mm -hmm. do the research, take mm -hmm. the time. There's no reason for people to to not be able to move forward because they don't have the information because the information is more widely available than it has ever been. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's a huge piece right there. In my journey, uh, I've taken an educational research approach mm -hmm. to learn as much as I can about a few different subjects. And like you said, in any type of analysis, and I can get into the engineering, technical, scientific mode of, you know, analyzing spectrums. The, the greater the information that you can analyze, the better the results are. But if you just take one little slice, you know, you have to have a lot of information and be able to make sense out of it, whatever you yeah. can. And even some of the experts will tell you that there isn't anything really conclusive because our bodies are so complex. If you recall yeah. when, uh, just how long ago did we discover DNA? Right, right. We, we think we're so smart, but, and, and we are compared to where we were, right. but how much do we not even have a clue on? So, yeah. so there's a lot of information to go through a lot of reading and if you really want to learn how to help yourself it's out there the information's out there when i do a, a search on something and it's like anything else whether it's a college paper research paper you know studying for final exams or whatever when you go to do your research uh, you have to find creative ways of mixing and matching words and ways of phrases and things like that and it's interesting because even in the differing opinions on a lot of these things, there are still some very common threads, right. you know? And so I, I think that's important to identify also, as yeah. you know, doing that research. The other thing too, taking it a step further, you have acknowledged that there is something that you need to change or work on, or, and you've got your medical examination, whatever that might be, your coach, it's, it's fair to say, and, and I'm sure everybody experiences this, but push your physician, push the medical industry to give you the results and diagnosis that you think you really need. Because I believe that some, not all, but there could be some out there that are gatekeepers and, um, and, and they're going to do not the minimal amount, but you have to be your own advocate to say, Hey, I would like to not just get a second opinion, but I'd like to escalate this to some other specialist, you know, cause I think it's really important to do. Right. Yeah. That, that's a, a very valid point. Your, your doctor, I mean, Quite frankly, your doctor doesn't care about you as much as you do. As much as you should care about yeah. yourself, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Because we're complex. We're yeah. And we're we walk around in a fog. We believe that 
the FDA is concerned about that, uh, concerned about us. We believe that the AMA, the American Medical Association, is concerned about us. Earlier, when we were talking about following different sources, follow the money, what are they more concerned about? They're concerned about making money or being profitable. You know, yeah. you have to be concerned about yourself. So, so acknowledging it and beginning to help yourself get better, improve, is very, very important. Yes, know. indeed. And, and just start where you're at. You know, you don't have to go out and buy that real expensive spandex or, you know, running shoe or gym subscription. You no. Know? But, but start where you're at and grow into it because coaching is important. You'll want to get some of that if you need it. Uh, somebody yep. to help you clean out your cupboards and get on track of how to shop and how to eat. You yep. know, how to exercise. Yeah. Yeah. And those are, those are all things that I uh, actually cover with my clients. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one of the big ones is you, um, you really nailed it when you said, you know, you don't have to join a gym or whatever. Um, that's one of the things that I really try to drive home with mm -hmm. people. It's mm -hmm. like, you do not need a gym membership. If you At want least not that. to get started. No. Right? Even even long term, honestly, you right. really don't. Um, there is a lot that you can do with just the body that you have, you know, yeah. regardless yeah. of what it looks like, regardless of yeah. what shape it is in. Right. Um, there's a load of things that you can do uh, without shelling out the extra cash for a gym membership. Some people, they want to go there. They want to yeah. do that, and that's great. But mm -hmm. quite often, uh, I run into almost almost every client thinks that they need to have a gym membership, and then mm -hmm. we start working. And I say, "Well, just hold off, hold off," and mm -hmm. uh, we start working, and they start seeing results, and mm -hmm. they've saved that sixty. 70 100 bucks a month um mm -hmm. and found out yeah maybe i don't really need that yeah. so th those are those are huge huge yeah. steps uh also i think uh as you begin the the beginning could last uh, a while as you start your journey and you know and yeah but can but not not quitting i think is important yeah and uh you know it's a process. It's a journey. It, it really is. is. It is. And you know, that, that really raises a, um, an important signal to me, uh, is that one of the other things that I deal with a lot with clients is when they first start, it's like great guns. They want to, they want to do it all, you know, and from day one. And I, have to ease them into it. I have to put the reins on because mm -hmm. there is so much that you can do that if you mm -hmm. try to do everything all at once, you just, it's overwhelming yeah. and it just leads to burnout. Whereas yeah. as long as you're taking steps, you know, methodical steps, mm -hmm. progress will happen. And yeah. then one step leads to another, to another, 
to yeah. another. And pretty soon you've taken a lot of steps, right. you know, but if you try to, if you try to just leap forward, it just doesn't work. It's, it's too much. And it kind of reminds me of the old adage, how do you eat an elephant one step at a time, one bite at a time, yeah. you know? Um, there, there are so many cliches out there that it could be you're doing this for the rest of your life. Yeah, and that that is exactly what I tell my clients, that this isn't yeah. something that you're gonna do for 90 days and then you go back to what you used to do. I tell them, you may work with me for 90 days or, mm -hmm. or less or more, whatever, whatever it takes till mm -hmm. you feel you can launch out. Um, but this is something we're trying to establish lifetime habits. Yeah. I, 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 I ran into somebody and I, we're always talking and comparing notes and uh, forgive me for interrupting. She said uh, she's doing the keto and I go, Oh, that's great. She goes, Oh yeah, we got a coach and you know, we're really serious about doing this keto diet. And I went, wow, you really want to change your life. Well, until we take our trip in a few weeks to Cancun and then I'm done. And I'm thinking, really? Yeah. And then in, wow. in a month or two, it's all going to be back to how it was. Before right? Before doing any of it. Yep. And, and that just, I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm not about to tell anybody anything, but, you know, they'll, they might be aware one day and figure it out but it just kind of seemed a little vain. And I guess that's just the way some people are, you know? Yeah, yeah. I hate to be derogatory, but anyway. Well, I, I try to be super upfront with my clients about that. Yeah. This, this isn't something, you know, if you're coming to me- It's because, not a fad. Because, yeah, because you think that, you know, in 90 days you're gonna be where you wanna be and then you can just take off then I'm probably not the right guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I can help you for 90 days. That, that's great. But uh, I, I want to see people get healthy and stay healthy. And how do you develop good habits? You know, that's important. Being able to change your lifestyle so that the good things that you're doing for yourself to help yourself are habitual you're not right. thinking about them you're not sabotaging your progress so, yeah. yeah 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 and and you know that that ties in still with part b here on the right. abcs is that it's gaining that knowledge right you know? and that is that's a big piece of my program is helping people to gain that knowledge so mm -hmm. that um, they're not forever dependent upon me to be right. that source. Um, mm -hmm. That they can they can learn these things, and that they can then move forward and continue on their own. Yeah, I'm kind of you know hopefully working myself out of a job with each one. Um, right. But they also know that I'm there if they need to come back and you know get a mm -hmm. refresher or whatever. But yeah, it's, you know, the, the idea is to 
enable people to be able to take it forward for themselves for mm-hmm. the long haul. You know, yeah. not, not just the 90 days, but yeah. the long haul, you know, yeah. to, the, to the 90th year, you know, right. whatever, right? <laughs> and of course, from there, we move on from uh, the B into the C. So we have A, B, and mm-hmm. C. And mm-hmm. C stands for commit. So Ooh. it's commit to action. You've done the research. You've, you've gained some knowledge. Now, it's not all the knowledge you're ever going to gain. You're going to gain more as you, as you move along and as you are able to gain more. Mm-hmm. But a healthy lifestyle doesn't happen by accident. Right. It takes effort. Right. It takes work. It takes commitment. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, it's not something that you start and then you finish in mm-hmm. 90 days or six months, whatever. It takes a lifetime. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's a way of doing it. You know, it's watching out for yourself. And yeah. when you do that, you're better able to watch out for those that you care about too. I was right? just thinking about that because you have kids. If you have kids, family members, you want to get them on the the right healthy program, if you will. I hate to use that term, healthy program, but like you're yeah. saying, there's other people around you that need that encouragement, need to be aware, you know, to need to follow those same footsteps. Yep. We, we do need uh, to take care of ourselves so that yeah. we can take care of others. And here again, this is a, a really important phase in which to make sure that you have uh, helpers along the way, you know, mm-hmm. partners to, to cheer you on and encourage you. Maybe even now and then they have to be that, that pusher, that whip, you know, they crack the whip to get you moving because you uh, kind of stalled out or whatever. Um, I think about the, the marathon runner. I, I'm sure people wake up one day and go, oh, I want to run a marathon. Well, guess what? If they're severely over, you know, out of shape and, and they haven't walked a mile, you got to start somewhere. And I think the ABCs of wanting to run a marathon might, you know, right up until being aware and uh, beginning, making that commitment and having that support system all the way through to the finish line. You know, you think about all the different steps and elements that it takes to, to run a race of yeah. any kind, you know, and, mountain climbing or whatever. Yeah. You and know. you're, I think you're spot on with the example of the marathon. Not so much that I think marathon running is a sport for everyone, but I yeah. think it's a great example of living a healthy life. Yeah. It is a marathon. It's not yeah. something that you just sprint through and you're done. As long as you're alive, that is an objective mm-hmm. is to live that healthy life. And commitment is key, you know, yeah. but you can't have the commitment without first acknowledging Right. And then by beginning, mm-hmm. and then you're committed. Committing every day to yep. Yep. all of that. Very, very important yeah. to be committed and consistent. Um, a lot of those things are really important. And uh, I'm just going to throw out just for fun and games the, 
the D that comes after that, and that's discipline. You know, that's just right off the top of my head. You know, having the discipline to stay consistent and stay fundamentally in the game. And sometimes for a lot of people, that's a hard thing to do. You know, it, it is. really is uh, the discipline of it because we take the path of least resistance. That's our nature. It is. And, and living a healthy lifestyle is not the path of least resistance. You know, when you think about coming home after work and cooking something that's healthy, yeah, you gotta wash. You gotta you gotta get the vegetables out of the drawer and wash them up, chop them up, stick them in that little pan of water and heat them up or steam them, and then cook some healthy, you know, protein of some sort. You know, with a little salad. Uh, I think I'd just rather drive through Chick Fil A or In and Out Burger or whatever. And I'm not going to mention all the other disastrous fast food places, but you know, <laughs> it, yeah. a path of least resistance. Yeah, you know? it, it's certainly easier. But when you do commit and you are living a healthy lifestyle, you have the ability to do almost anything you want to do because right. you're not restricted by your physical condition. Yeah, you know, I see so many people, they can't, they can't play with their grandkids for more than, you know, five minutes. And, and I want to say, they're done. And, and, and I want to say, how do we encourage those people who are 150 or two or 300 pounds overweight to say, hey, it's possible. It's out there. You can learn how to help yourself. There is you know, light at the end of the tunnel, even in the despair of darkness, you yeah. know, in somebody's condition, you can turn that ship around. You, you absolutely can. can. Yep. You know, and that, that again, comes right back to the ABCs. You got to exactly. acknowledge that there's a problem. Yes. Um, as a health professional, we have a, a model that these things play through. And that is the trans-theoretical model of behavioral change. And that is, um, that is a tool that kind of outlines the different um, aspects of where somebody is in the whole, um, the whole perspective of change. And um, I'll just run through them real quick. We've got pre-contemplation, which is somebody who is they don't even have a clue that there's an issue. So they're kind of at that, you know, on, on the ABCs that we just went through, they're kind of not even to A yet. Right. So the pre-contemplator doesn't even know that they need to acknowledge anything. Then we have the contemplation phase, which is uh, they're kind of becoming aware that there's something that has to happen. And then the next, the next phase is preparation, which is there's somebody and they're actually starting to do something that might be gathering knowledge. Maybe they haven't heard this podcast, so they, they don't know they don't have to join a gym. Uh, so they go and they join a gym. Well, that might be the pre-contemplator, somebody that is taking some action, though they may not completely know what that action is. 
-hmm. And then there's the next phase is the action phase, which is this is somebody who is taking action, they're committed to it, but they haven't been doing it for six months or more at this point. Mm -hmm. But they could have a regular routine. They may have developed to that point. It's just mm -hmm. they haven't been doing it for that long yet. And then the final phase of that is the maintenance phase. And that's yeah. somebody who has been doing it for six months or more. And mm -hmm. they are, you know, living that lifestyle on a daily basis. And they are, they're, they're getting after it. Very good. That's kind of where the, the basis of the ABC comes so from. So what's that theory again? It's the trans-theoretical model of behavioral change, yes. or the TTM. I think we summarized a lot of it. I'm sure that there are people that will have comments and questions. What other value can we add to this? Well, I think maybe just a, a nice, clean summary is, you know, there's, there's so much information that is out there regarding health and wellness. Um, and, and one of those, one of those things is, as you recommended, the annual checkup, Yeah. you know, but even beyond that, there's, there's so much information that, you know, it's pretty easy to find out if you are suffering from a condition. It's identifying that there is something that you need to fix. And maybe it's just that you're kind of tired and you'd like more energy. I mean, it can be that simple. Yeah. Um, and then it's just acknowledging that, okay, I need more energy. Um, what I'm doing right now mm -hmm. must not be working because I need more energy. Right. So I need to make a change. Real simple. Uh, and then it's start looking into things, you know, how do I get more energy, ways to build up your energy level, you know, ideas for, for various searches on, on how to do that. And it'll, it'll pop up information. Or what type of fuel am I giving my body? Yeah. Yeah. Is it healthy whole food or is it processed fast food? Right. And, and that information will make itself available when you're looking for this stuff. Exactly. Uh, and then it's identifying something that you can do and committing to do it. So ABC. Yeah. And Very good. That's, it. that's how you get started. Lots of good information. And uh, we yeah. hope that it helps people. You Me know, too. Take, Me too. Take it to heart. Take that, it to heart. That's the real goal here. Yeah. Is, you know, to hopefully help somebody to wonder if maybe they need to make a change and right. to investigate it or to mm -hmm. encourage them to mm -hmm. take a deeper dive and, and research it. And yeah. they can research it online. They could, mm -hmm. they could get a hold of a coach and yeah. just to see if it's something, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm feeling this way or whatever. Mm -hmm. Can you help me? Yeah. Uh, what would you recommend? You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it's once you realize that they're, there is a change that needs to be made and there are potential solutions. It's mm -hmm. commit to it and start doing stuff. It Very doesn't good. have to be all at once, but baby steps. Thank you, Marty. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Bye.